What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Awesome Cody. As usual, I'm your host, Cody. Welcome to our theme. Uh, we're back at June. Um, back at June. We're still in June. Uh, our theme of this month is uh, Neil, Ga- Neil Gaiman Books. Neil Gaiman Books. I don't know why I said his name weird that first time, but whatever. Um, Neil Gaiman, uh, for the folks who didn't listen last week or don't know who he is, uh, he's an English writer. Uh, he's written a lot of things. Um, brief. Last week we talked about uh, Good Omens that he co-wrote with uh, Terry Pratchett, um, which just got turned into a hit television program on Amazon. Um, and it is fantastic. I finished it. It is top-notch and super fun. Um, the uh, Today's book we're going to be talking about is called American Gods. Uh, yes, also has been turned into a television program um, on Stars um, Cable Network. Um and I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but uh, American Gods uh, simply is um, a story that takes place in um, modern-day America. This happened in 2001. Um, but uh, essentially is uh, the whole premise is the fact that uh, the old gods of, of, of lore throughout history of different mythology from... Um, Egyptian gods to Norse gods to, um, well, every day just a god god, um, are uh, slowly being replaced in the modern world by the new gods, or some people refer to as the American gods. Um, couldn't use the word new god, or the name new gods, because that's actually a comic book um, from uh, uh, DC Comics. So uh, that is a, you know, a little thing that uh, you don't want to run into, so they call it American Gods. It does place, take place in America, and it does f- mainly focus on um, American ideologies that have overtaken uh, the spiritual gods in the world. So in this story, uh, we have four human beings um, who uh, the main character, whose name is Shadow Moon, um, he's an ex-convict who becomes the reluctant bodyguard and an and, and errand boy of Mr. Wednesday, and I'll get to Mr. Wednesday in a minute. You have Laura Moon, who is the uh, now-deceased wife of Shadow Moon, um, who dies at the beginning of the novel, uh, right, uh, right before he gets released from prison. Uh, then you have Samantha uh, Sam Blackcrow, um, you also have Chad Mulligan, who is a kind-hearted 
uh, chief of police in a small town of Lakeside, not Lakeside, California. It is Lakeside in the middle of nowhere. It's just a made-up place uh, in the Midwest, uh, the big frozen area there. Um, so uh, your gods, your old gods, which um, are the the reigning ones, they range anywhere from uh, Odin and Loki to um, there's uh, Slavic gods and there's um, um, Germanic gods. There are, like I said, Egyptian um, Egyptian gods, including um, uh, Anubis and Beset, uh, as well as uh, Thoth, um, all different Egyptian gods. You have... Um, uh, uh, gods from Africa, uh, one in particular, Anasi, um, who's a spider god. Um, you have, uh, let's see, Irish gods. Uh, well, I- Irish folklores, they're not really, they're not really referred to as gods. Um, he refers to himself as a leprechaun, but he's also over six feet tall, so who knows who that is. Um, Johnny Appleseed shows up. Um, Jesus Christ, um, in various forms uh, show up. Um, and then you have, and there's like a jinn who is a genie. Uh, um, you have uh, a Hindu, the Hindu goddess uh, of time and destruction. Uh, Kali is in it. Uh, Queen of, Sh- uh, Queen of Sheba is in it. Uh, she has a real fucking weird story um, in this. And uh, it's pretty awesome. It actually opens up the, the book in the TV show. Um, in dramatic fashion. Then you have your new gods. Your new gods are made up of essentially um, four, well, there's three main gods, and then there's uh, a group of gods, and then you have a group of um, creatures, I want to say, who are um, kind of like an FBI force in a way spooks as they say uh for the new gods so the the three gods they focus on are technical boy who's the new god of technology and internet you have media the new goddess of television and pop culture and you have mr world who is the leader of the black hats and the new god of globalization um you also so you have the intangibles which are the new gods of modern stock stock market um and it's the personification of the invisible hand of the market. And then you have the black hats. The black hats consist of Mr. Uh, Mr. Road, Mr. Town, Mr. Wood, and Mr. Stone. Um, and they are uh, basically the beliefs of conspiracy theories um, taking the form of men in black. And as I said before, they are the spooks who work for the new gods. And um, this probably sounds insane. Um, but the overall story of this is essentially, if I were to boil it down this in both ways, the old gods are losing their powers and they're dying off um, because modern day people are um, losing their faith in them and the faith is what produ- what makes them powerful. And so they are formulating a plan to kill off the new gods and and reinvent themselves for the modern world to regain power and uh, live on essentially so 
Um, and there are more new gods than those, but those are the ones that uh, they focus on uh, and talk about. Uh, there are mention of other ones, but not uh, nearly as much in uh, uh, the main focus of, of any of the story. Um, they're just at the end, um, and barely at all. Uh, so... Mr. Wednesday is an uh, is Odin, um, the old Norse god of knowledge and wisdom. Uh, he is the mentor of of Shadow Moon, and he is the um, essentially the the guide to him realizing and living in the world of the old gods and the new gods. Um, and his hope is to. Uh, get him on his side and help him um, bring f- bring together the other old gods in this uh, soon-to-come upcoming war uh, amongst the, the gods themselves against the old gods versus the new gods. And uh, it's pretty, it's a pretty interesting story. Uh, it is pretty in, in the, in the realm of all things, Neil Gaiman, pretty batshit um, crazy for the most part, but it's fa- It's fantastic. It's a really good read. Um, there's a lot more that goes on it than just um, uh, the talking about and seeing and meeting all the different gods. It is uh, 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 you basically get to see the struggle for the control of mankind um, being personified by a shadow moon because he's being torn between the old gods and the new gods, and he doesn't know who's actually on his side um he he gets told things on both ends um by both sides that contradict each other as well as sometimes influence each other and things like that and it's pretty uh it's pretty crazy uh the way they do it um there was a another book written in this world um it was actually written beforehand um or well not really for me. It was written after the fact, but it's uh, takes place, if I'm not mistaken, before uh, the the happenings of American Gods, and it is called the Nazi Boys, and it focuses on um, the Spider God from Africa. I have not read it yet, so it's not going to be talked about on this this uh, this year podcast or this week or this month at all. Um, but uh, the uh, the whole premise of the book uh well i shouldn't say a whole premise of the book the affectations that happen uh throughout um the i guess you could say inner workings between the different gods uh, amongst themselves the old gods as well as amongst the new gods uh is uh reminiscent of each other too i should say the um the new gods have this weird power struggle between each other and the old gods have this weird power struggle against each other. Um, but they all work together against the others. Um, so the new gods work with the new gods against the old gods who work with each other against the new gods. So, um, it's an interesting thing. There's a lot of back and forth. Um, there's some pretty heavy theological stuff, um, that goes into this, which, I don't really know. I've never really gone into looking um, into too much of really what Neil Gaiman believes in because there's a lot of um, 
biblical stuff in both the last book I talked about, which is God's uh, Good Omens and New uh, American Gods. Uh, I mean, especially American Gods, uh, but also so much so in Good Omens because it's about angels and demons and hell and hell and uh, heaven and and the art uh, and the apocalypse and all the fun stuff like that. But uh, it's definitely an interesting um, look at it, and it's a uh, a, a um, philosophy uh, uh exercise for sure um this is one of those books that is designed to make you think about things and not try to it's not persuading you to go one way or the other it's just a, a it's a, a good way of looking at certain things uh through different eyes but also through a uh, a fictional um spotlight uh into these sort of things but uh kind of glancing over or not glancing uh kind of encompassing a lot of what we uh go through on a daily basis as well as our just our uh the way the world is now with um our belief systems and and uh things like that so it's a very interesting um premise as well as it's a fun read and the characters are fantastic um it gets pretty heavy um towards the end um but it's it's definitely well worth the uh the ride um and uh it's a it's a good time had by all um especially if you like crazy batshit stuff because uh, this will definitely be for you on um, the tv show which i have only seen the first season of um which is eight episodes and then there's a second season and has been greenlit just recently uh as of march uh which was right before the premiere or right as the premiere of the second season happened. They, they uh, approved it for a, or they greenlit a, uh, uh, renewed it for a third season. Um, the, the, the show itself was originally created, uh, with the help of Neil Gaiman as producer, um, by Brian Fuller and, um, uh, Ma- Michael Green. So if you don't know those names, not really shocking. Um, but they have done a lot of work together. But uh, Brian Fuller is probably the most um, well-versed in the TV landscape as anybody attached to this show. Um, he's He started work on uh, with as a writer on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. He wrote... Um, and edited... Or he wrote, story-edited, and executive... And co-produced uh, Star Trek Voyager... Um, he created, uh, the show dead like me for showtime. I believe it was on, he created a show called wonder wall, wonder falls, which only lasted a season. Um, he did, uh, he wrote and consulted a consulting producer and co-executive producer for heroes where he worked with Michael green. Um, he created a show called Pushing Daisies, which is one of my personal favorites because it's fucking wacky and weird. Um, he was a developer and uh, writer and executive producer of the potentially the potential to remake The Munsters called Mockingbird Lane, which I still haven't watched the pilot episode of, um, and I've heard some good things and I've heard some bad things about. Then he uh, developed um, Hannibal, the TV show. He wrote um, and executive produced that show. Uh, and then he did American Gods, and he's been working on. He's the co-creator and writer of season one, I believe, and executive producer of season one of Star Trek Discovery, 
on uh, CBS All Access, which I've only watched the first episode of, and it was pretty fantastic. Um, but I refuse to pay for that service, so I'll find it other ways. I don't know yet. Um, but yeah, so um, Brian Fuller has done a lot of stuff. Michael Green, like I said, worked on Heroes. Um, he's been he's done feature film wise. Uh, don't hold this against him, but he uh, he wrote the screenplay for Green Lantern with a bunch of other people. He did the screenplay for Logan, Alien Covenant. Uh, he wrote the story for. Uh, he did the screenplay for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, the screenplay for um, Murder on the Orient Express, as well as its soon to be sort of kind of sequel, uh, Death on the Nile. He did the screenplay for Jungle Cruise, starring um, your boy Dwayne Johnson, um, and then uh, I think that's really it for the most part for that. Um, other people involved with it were the sh- is sh- uh, Jesse Alexander, the showrunner for season two. Uh, she was a staff writer, um, or he was a staff writer on Heroes, as well as he's worked on Hannibal and Star Trek Discovery. He's a big f- friend. He's a friend of Brian Fuller for sure. Uh, and then uh, the new showrunner for season three is Charles E. Eagle, uh, Charles H. Eagle, Eagly, Eggly. I'm not too sure how to say his name. Um, his career is vast uh tv show wise definitely a uh uh uh, pretty close to um brian but not nearly as expansive as brian he is uh, written produced um well written wise he did um everything from saint elsewhere and moonlighting law and order or la law back in the day uh nypd blue um a show called murder one um dark angel which is a short-lived tv show when i say short-lived uh lasted for three seasons uh he worked on the shield um he worked on dexter uh on uh let's see only a few he only read like a few episodes of each of those he produced um all those shows i just mentioned as well as uh executive producer on season one of the walking dead um he worked with elon or elon musk uh um uh what is his name Eli Roth on Hel- uh, Hemlock Grove. Um, Movie-wise, uh, not a bunch of big movies. Uh, a big one coming up, uh, well, I don't know how big it's going to be, but working with James Cameron uh, and David Goyer and a couple other people um, on Terminator Dark Fate. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's the showrunner for the new season. But uh, the show itself, um, does it, from what I saw, does a pretty good job. Um it's uh added a weird focus to um to the 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 wife of Shadow Moon um more so than they focus on in the book. Uh she is in the book as uh what they call a revenant um but she's a lot more focused on and she actually meets up with Shadow way earlier in the story than she does in the book or in the way earlier in the show than she does in the, in the book itself. Um, but, uh, a pretty amazing, um, cast they have, uh, for all of them, really, uh, Ricky Whittle, which I've person I've never ever met or heard of before. He plays shadow moon and he's picture perfect. Uh, other than not having long hair, which I think if I remember correctly, 
Shadow had, but um, for the most part, he, he does a pretty good job. Uh, Ian McShane plays Mr. Wednesday. Emily Browning plays Laura Moon. Uh, Crispin Glover is Mr. World, which is fantastic. Um, you have uh, Pablo Schreiber, Schreiber, who plays Mad Sweeney, which is a great choice, um, who's also, if you guys didn't know who that is, been a lot of things, but he's actually playing Master Chief in the upcoming Halo television show on Showtime produced by Steven Spielberg. Um, Orlando Jones plays Mr. Nancy. Um, Gillian Anderson plays uh, Media, the new goddess Media. Uh, in season one, she's replaced um, in season two, but we'll doesn't really matter. Um, let's see. Peter Starmar uh, plays Chernobog, uh, this, um, the Slavic god of darkness. Um, he's amazing. Um, let's see. Jonathan Tucker, who is a really underrated actor and who I actually like a lot, um, is uh, plays Loki. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Loki. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Loki. Lysmith, who is the Loki, the god of mischief. Um, you have Dane Cook plays Robbie who is uh, Shadow's best friend in a scumbag. Um, Kristen Chenoweth, uh, who is a, a, a big fan of, uh, a, a, I'm a big fan of, and she's a friend of Brian Fuller. She plays Easter. Um, Corbin Burnson plays um, Vulcan. Um, Jeremy Davis plays Jesus Prime, one of the many various um, versions to appear Um at the home of Easter. Um, that's a whole different ball game. You have to really watch for that. Um, do, do, do. I think that's really, um, the big names you would know. I think a lot of people you recognize, you've watched, but, uh, pretty, uh, pretty fantastic. Um, another, again, just batshit crazy, uh, completely and utterly, um, nutty, uh, but fantastic, uh, both book and the, at least the first season, uh, I haven't watched second season. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty, uh, pretty awesome. But yeah, that's it for this week's episode. Um, again, we're talking about Neil Gaiman all month. Uh, last week was Good Omens. This week is American Gods. Um, next week, I believe is North Mythology. Um, nope, hold on. I'll tell you right now what it is. Uh, hold, please. Um, Neverwhere. I'm sorry. Neverwhere is next week uh, and the week after 
that last week is Norse mythology. So Neverwhere is uh, is next week's episode. So uh, yeah, um, that's it for this week's episode, everybody. Uh, as usual, that's the end of this uh, this year thing, which means wrapping it up for uh, the awesome Cody. Again, I am Cody, and as usual, uh, I always say, let's be awesome. <laughs>